635 for the week of June 11th, 2022. I am your host, Anna Marie Privetier. Guess who's back? Back again. Three in a row. That's the hat trick. Tell a friend. Yeah. By next week, I'll be going again. No. (laughs) Really? Probably. I have homework due next week. (gasps) I mean, not that I don't love you, Anna, but I do miss talking about uh, trails with Josh and because we got. Much trails news. I know, and he's not even here. I know. So come back, Josh. Ladies will have to cover it. So hello, Kelly Ryan. Hello. Hello, not lady Chris Privetier. Hello. It's Chris's birthday this week. It is my birthday this week. Happy forty first birthday, Chris. Rot. A cake arrived for him yesterday. Forty first dad. From my dad. Sent me a cake. You know why he sent me oh. a cake? Because I did nothing why? but bitch about how I never get cake on a call recently. <laughs> and I said, the thing I want for my birthday most is cake. Because <laughs> it's true. It's the thing I care about most is getting cake. <laughs> Which is great because his sister's like, what do you want for your birthday? And he's like, I want a belt. Because the belt that Gina bought him a few years ago finally just like outright snapped in half. And he really needs a belt. It only half snapped in half. And Gina's like, I can't buy you a belt for your birthday because that's not a fun gift. And apparently I said that at some point. And so now I'm punished by not getting the things I need (laughs) later in life because I complained about getting the things I need earlier in life. Okay, Gina is officially cool because I am very much of, of the mindset that birthday gifts should be fun and not practical. I am too, but then I got to the point where I couldn't think of anything fun to ask for anymore either. Yeah, this is the problem is we buy ourselves all the games. (laughs) And nobody who actually wants to get me a birthday gift cares about me enough to actually think of things to give me. They want me to tell them. Chris, Chris, yeah, you are extremely difficult to buy for. Oh, yeah. And you're just a real walk in the frickin park. You got me Tupperware. I did get you Tupperware. So there. (laughs) And yeah, that's not all. I have other things I'm going to get you to. Oh no! Oh no! I shop for you. I I shop for you. The difference oh, between I can't Chris shop and for I my dad though. Is, I have no idea what he wants. <laughs> Chris enjoys shopping, and I do not. I I do love me some shopping. Oh, you two can go shopping together. And Kelly, and- come. Let's go shopping, but not for Legos. I don't like Legos that much. And Vaughn and I will hang out in the car and play Switch together. Say what? Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm sure he will be down with that. He likes Legos, though, Anna. I'm okay with that. He would want to go shopping for Legos. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Are are you kidding me? Like, he's... I I get the feeling he's the major instigator for the Lego shopping trips. Yes. Well, I mean, he's not like he has to twist my arm very much, but I, I could very much be like, hey, we can make a trip to the Lego store, and he'll just kind of... And then me, all of a sudden, Hi. he's in the car honking the horn like, where are you? Why aren't we leaving? I, I mean, saying Lego store in our house is like <laughs> saying car ride to the dog. You just don't say it. Outside? <laughs> To the point where I'm surprised saying it on the stream doesn't aggro the dog. Like, hey, hey, dog, car ride. Don't do that. Vaughn will have to deal with that. 
you're going to get in I am trouble. Gonna get, I'm going to get so much in trouble. You're going to get so much in trouble. <laughs> you know me too well, Chris. I just got the Lego Optimus Prime set, says Vaughn. <laughs> Vaughn also <laughs> says Kel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Vaughn, Lego store. <laughs> honk 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 why aren't you in the car yet why aren't you in the car yet all right um we should talk about what legos we've been building this week no we should talk about what games we've been playing this oh week. we this should talk about cast. but this, this is the is week RPG of the cast. summer games fest i know so we'll we'll talk about the stuff that's getting announced all right. but but first we uh, have to talk about what we've been playing all right so i finished 13 sentinels i did exactly what i did last time we just stay up way too late to finish the final oh. combat section but that was a lot of fun but someone yells at someone else when they try to stay Absolutely. up late to finish a game because you stay up until two in the morning oh I stay up until is that 11. not still qualified as way too late Again, I'm sensing hypocrisy. I stay up until 11. Uh-huh. You stay up until 2 in the morning. 1 in the morning, excuse me. Whatever. There's a difference. If I step to 2, yes, I'm Yeah, 60 wrecked. minutes. Yeah, about. Yeah, that's a good point. And I warned you last night that no matter how late you stayed up, you were going to be awake at 9 a.m. Yeah, guess so I was what? like, 9 a.m.? Oh, 1 a.m. That's eight hours sleep. Perfect. <laughs> Um, and I decided, like a maniac, I was going to start Mary Skelter Finale. Oh, how is that? <laughs> um, it's good, but it is going to be long. I'm like, why 20... is it long? Because so, all right, so Mary Skelter Finale is the third Mary Skelter game, and so without spoilers, the way that the timeline works in Mary Skelter is Mary Skelter one. Mary Skelter 2, Mary Skelter 1, Mary Skelter Finale. Wait, why is one in there twice? If I told you, it would be a spoiler. Okay. Things happen in the second Mary Skelter game. Okay. There's some um, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff in there. Uh, oh, that's all you need to say. So, um, basically, the cast is now pretty large. And so what they have done is you now have um, separate parties and each of the separate parties, you're all in the same dungeon um, some of the time, but um, there's like switches that you need to do in the correct order. So you're constantly moving back and forth between multiple parties while you're dungeon crawling and the encounter rate is pretty high. The experience curve is pretty shallow and so you're just doing a lot of encounters and going in and out of the dungeon and switching between parties and trying to farm the right type of blood so that you can get a damn tank in your party. And so, yeah, there's just always sort of something that you need to tackle that probably requires some backtracking or party swapping. And so I'm 25 hours in. Um, I am still in the second dungeon. <laughs> And there's probably going to be five or six dungeons. So this is probably going to be like a hundred hour plus game for me. I am hoping today I will finish the second dungeon. But if I do so, it will probably be at nine or ten o'clock tonight. <laughs> um, But I also booted up the Fire Emblem 3, Fire Emblem Warriors 3 you did? demo for like half a second. Um, and then I got distracted and turned it off and went back to Mary Skelter finale. But I do plan on playing that this week as well. So why would you turn it off? Um, I 
think my switch crashed or my switch got run out of battery and turned off. I can't remember. For some reason, I turned it off and went back to Mary Skelter Finale. So you're not going to play the demo? I am going to play the demo. I just, I booted it up. I made a character and then I wandered away for some reason that I honestly don't remember. Okay. So. I did not get get to that demo for reasons. Uh, And those reasons are Elden Ring. (laughs) Well, that, but other reasons. We'll get into that in the news. Um, is, is that a cue for me to go into Elden Ring? Mm-hmm. So I had powered through the quote-unquote final dungeon, which I am blanking on the name of it right now, but for some reason I always wanted to call it the farm, and it's Ferrum. Oh, uh, Ferramazula. Yeah, I always wanted to, I, for some dumb reason, want to call it Farmazula because I apparently can't read for the crap. Oh, but so, so I, I had to go on a quest because uh, I got to the Black Blade and uh, the, the Beast Cleric slash Black Blade, and that dude uh-huh. just ripped me to shreds. Uh huh. That's his job. So after all that death root you gave him. Oh, uh, um. Uh, well, okay. Let me back that up. Before that. I took on uh, Melina, but I, I am Melania, Blade of Mikla, and I have never known defeat. Well, she learned defeat this week. Let me solo I, him. No, <laughs> let me I, solo I, her. Did you get let me solo her? <laughs> no, I didn't get let me solo her. Aww. I actually got like just two guys. I don't know how two like, randoms. Three. Yeah, just two randoms. But they were two randoms were melee and did they? How I, were they dressed? Did they have good style or just? Normal. But I I don't know how infuriated people get in multiplayer because I died to that fight a couple of times. And I think they were dropping crossbows in the arena as a hint that I might need to try something else besides taking pot shots at them with spell or that her with spells. Cause she I wasn't doing anything, any sort of damage to her. And Mm. I was trying to stay as far away from her as possible and just Pelter with spells until the two melees got sure. out. That seems reasonable <laughs> to me. They were dropping crossbows on the ground? Yeah. Weird. I don't know if that was intentional or not. It, it, okay, so if that were me, I would interpret that as you should stay back and do ranged attacks. Okay. That was well, That's, that's exactly, how I would interpret it. That's exactly what I was doing. Staying back and doing ranged attacks because I saw how cheap she is. Mm-hmm. And I did not that that flower bloom. Um, that that lady. Oh my god, she she's the cheapest boss I've ever seen. And then uh, Beast Cleric slash Black Blade is like hold my beer. (laughs) I think Millennia is technically harder, but I they're both really hard. (laughs) So, but you got Throom. What the hell? Yeah, you're doing better. You're making mincemeat of this game. You put me to shame. Oh, so get, getting through Black Blade turned into a a side quest all on, on itself because it's like, okay, my my mimic tier is doing nothing to this thing. What is the, technically the best summon in the game? And I look Uh-oh. it up, and it's um the Black Blade. Yeah, not, yeah. Or I'm blank. The ringleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Black Knife ringleader. So I go to that boss, and that one is about just as bad as Black Blade. <laughs> Electo's a pain in the butt, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And the difference is that I can't summon in that one. Mm -hmm. So that that's like pure skills. Um, but -hmm. then I eventually figured out, well, I can, um, you you can summon your friend, your mimic. Oh yeah. I could, wait, you can, cause I I thought you could. No, I didn't see a summon sign because that's in one of those. Um, okay. Yeah, it's in one of the jails. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Oh I yeah, you cannot summon spirit ashes. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah so, so you had to I, learn it. You had to do it the hard I way. Yeah, I eventually beat that one by um getting a. Oh God, what is it? A a spell that is um an an I uh frost blade spell and, and that eventually got it down. oh the big old great sword thing right yeah it, it like the, i could combo that one and kind of stagger her a little bit so that yeah. she wasn't doing quite oh, right electo does like the the big like thing of blades everywhere kind of like yeah. millennia does yeah so i managed to get that one down pretty see you got once. you learned the game you got better you got yeah. good um but then, yeah, and, and to, to show how OP that particular summon is, got, got, got Black Blade down in the first try after getting that summon. Mm-hmm. Um, no it's issues. a real nice summon. So then <laughs> I go to take on the next boss, who is, I don't want to say the name because it's a little spoilery. Zangief. But, oh, yeah, yeah, it's basically Zangief. <laughs> it's like doing sumo wrestler stuff all over the arena and it's like why are my dodge rolls not working oh you gotta jump for because that because you're dodge rolling into a grave <laughs> into Do you a like, grave. Does, does this like sumo wrestler shockwave all around the arena yeah. the arena that you cannot avoid unless, unless you, you jump. jump yep so I'm, yeah there are I'm a number on... of attacks in this game you can dodge by jumping it's just it's not what people are used to doing in these sorts of games and it was like, I, I was getting so frustrated that I was trying to summon people and I couldn't even beat that one by summoning people. <laughs> and I eventually just got really, really lucky and managed to get that one down like at one thirty in the morning. Uh, gave myself carpal tunnel trying, practically gave myself carpal tunnel trying to mm-hmm. get that one down. It was a nightmare to get through. And then the boss after that is like, hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my bear. I mean, you're at the end of the game, Kelly. I know. Um, <laughs> hey, that... hold my beer. Also, I'm going to have a hammer. Boom. It's yeah. hammer time. I, I was calling that one red-haired Sephiroth. Oh, by the it... way, Kelly, every time mm-hmm. you want to attempt the boss after that, you still have to beat the red-haired Sephiroth. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-part thing. Second form isn't as bad because it's huge. It has a huge hitbox. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. How much of a pain was that one for it you? It was hard for me. I had to go. I changed my entire build for that fight. Um, yeah, but you've been doing better at this game than me. So, also, you have ranged as your primary, no. so that might make a difference. Of course, you. You say I'm doing better, but if you saw my death count for actually beating these people, you would probably not oh, think. I don't oh, know. you don't know how many times I die a lot. Most of these bosses, I get impatient and greedy. I do too, very much so. Um, I, I'm told that Milena, you cannot be that way at all. That you pretty much just have to wait her out. And yeah, just go in and take. If pot you're going to do it yourself, Oops. yeah. But I, I knew that I was not going to go into that one. Yeah, I summoned people um, and stayed the heck away. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
It's like, let the people good at this. I did learn attacks so that I could contribute at times, you know, when I knew it was moderately safe to do so, but I also knew when to stay the heck away. (laughs) Yeah, and it doesn't help that Melina, uh, or all of these bosses have like a cheap move after they do their uh, Mm -hmm. mid-cut scene, um, that if you're not ready for it, you're just going to be ready for that. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all ready for this? Oh, no, I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that's my favorite line in the Lego movie. Because that's what some of these guys feel like. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of ready to be done with Elden Ring. I'm sure my wrists are ready to be done with Elden Ring. <laughs> um, can, can you summon people for the final boss? Yes. Okay. I was I, having <laughs> trouble summoning people, though. So I ended up doing a real heavy defense build for it. I am very tempted to just do summon people for this final boss. Why um, not? May as well. No, I uh, might as well too. Um, and that—that's pretty much all I've played this week is trying to get through Elden Ring. I bought um, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yay! Which is gonna well. I I have my secret backtrack game that I've got to finish before. Um, I, I boot up Yakuza because the secret backtrack game is coming up um, in July. So I've got to finish that. And I picked up uh, Skyward Sword. Why would you hurt yourself like that? Bothered me that Skyward Sword is the only mainline Zelda game that I've never finished. Or never even started. You say that like it's a bad thing. I'm told that the Switch port is decent. Oh, I'm sure it is. I just don't think it's a very good game. Oh, I'll see. I, I'm definitely curious about it. But then, you know, we've also got uh, Sunbreak coming up, which, man, how like is my... El- weeks? Yeah. How is my Elden Ring muscle memory going to handle that? Not well. <gasps> Chris, are you able to go back and forth like that? Hmm. To Monster Hunter? I haven't tried. But, um... Besides remapping the controls, it should be fine. It's all about being patient and not overextending, which both games share, right? Yeah. Oh, I bet that's probably why I'm bad at Elden Ring, because I'm, I just run up the step and just start smacking it with the hunting horn and then spam heal. <laughs> like, look, let's face it, I'm not very good at games, guys. I just like to run I up I think you're doing plenty try- good. You're just cruising like, through Elden Ring. Sorry, like Kelly, to... you're a games journalist. You are required by law to be good at games. Mm. Am I a games journalist? I thought I was just a po- podcast news director slash backtrack curator. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Just talk, talking about WoW on backtrack this week got me nostalgic for WoW. Please keep me off the wagon. Oh, yeah. I uh, I want to see how things go down with Microsoft a little bit before I jump back into Blizzard stuff. Hey, I... that's what you've been playing this week, Chris. Hey, transition. Anna and I talked about it, and we decided I could play a Blizzard game again. And I, I... had no hand in this decision, yes, just you to did. be clear. Yes, you did. Um, and I'm I'm playing Diablo Immoral. I like how he calls it Diablo Immoral and not Diablo Immortal. Yeah. I mean, it it tracks. It's definitely... I I really like it! 
I really like the game. It's fun to play. And I've been having fun, you know, and the story's coming together at the very end, um, which um, it had some issues at the beginning, but now I'm liking the story at the very end, which I guess is normal for these games with kind of light writing. They don't really do much until the end, but, um, and they have a bunch of voice actors from the original Diablo games, um, though those are kind of front loaded. Um, I'm just realizing I haven't seen them in a while, so that's a problem but whatever and then so it, it, the game's full of nostalgia hits you're gonna fight bosses that you fought in diablo 1 and diablo 3 before and like the countess is back which if you've played diablo 2 um the countess is kind of just this minor quest boss in act 2 that has like the best text about her and then the boss fight itself is very forgettable and not very important but <laughs> Like the text description of her is horrifying and amazing. And then they, so it's basically underutilized lady in, um, in Diablo two. And they make her a full on act boss in this game, which is great. And, um, yeah, so nostalgia hits and all that. And I think a well-balanced game that's fun to play and, you know, it's got a great progression unless you spend money. And I was so about to ask if have you spent any money? I have spent zero dollars and zero cents. Oh, good. I have spent no money. I've thought about it. Um, the things Anna Marie would be okay with me spending money on, which is weird what things we feel are okay to spend money on in this house and what things we just resign ourselves to. This other person in my house is going to spend money on this and I can do nothing about it. And then the things we get mad about, don't you dare spend money on it. Because the things I would spend money on this I think ultimately would not add up to as much as other things that Anna has just resigned herself that I'm going to waste money on. But nevertheless, the idea of me spending $20 on a pack in Diablo Immortal, Anna is like, is that really a good use of your money? Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, that oddness aside, which I guess is just us being humans. um, The truth of the matter is anything that, kind of feels reasonably priced in Diablo Immortal is not good enough to really be worth buying. <laughs> it's what I've noticed. So um, I've bought nothing. Um, even though I would normally say there there should be a, a number of like basic expenses of one-time purchases that you should buy just to support the development of the game. Um, because like getting a game for free I think is silly. Like it costs money to make games and support them. So like there should be something you can buy that supports the game. But the way they've done it in Diablo Immortal is just, it's predatory and nasty. And the stuff that you can buy that would actually be worth your money to you as a player, not just as a token of support, um, those things are really expensive and they don't have guaranteed results. And it's like gambling. There uh, are so 13 feels bad. currencies in the game. I think it was 22, oh, according to the Josh Lord. Strife video. I mean, it depends how you count. Um, cause some of the current, one of the currencies is just gold, like that drops off mo- monsters. Right. So, right. okay. I mean, that's, that's a currency, but like, that's not one of the evil currencies. Um, but yeah, there are just last night, I opened up a whole new currency and gambling system that was not even exposed to me until I was level 56 and that's charms. And it's like, Oh my God. Um, yeah, get, get a load of this. So charms. Uh, first of all, the game's really fun. Play it for free um, if you can stomach the the microtransactions being hawked in your face all the time. Um, but if you can't, I understand it and go play something else instead. Um, 
the charm system. Get this. Get this. So at 56, you unlock the ability to use charms. And then they will drop there for this one slot on your character. And they have a random buff on them that when the, when they drop from monsters or wherever, dungeons, wherever you get them, just find them. Like it's loot. They will have a random buff on them for that is a character class specific. So you as a sorcerer may pick up a charm that has a buff for monks on it. Well, what the hell do you do with that? Well, um, nothing. So what you do is you take those charms and you shred them. And then you take another charm and you wait till you get a charm that has a buff for your class on it. And you're like, ah, finally a charm for me. And then you can take it to a vendor and you can upgrade it using the dust created by shredding the other charms. And so you take that charm and you say, all right, upgrade it, add another ability to it. And it adds another random ability that may not be for your class. And each charm has up to five slots for abilities. So rank one through five. Um, and so you put all those charm slots on the on there and and get how this is supposed to work. You then can take that charm and turn it into a skill gem. What does a skill gem do? Nothing. It sits on your inventory, but it has those buffs on it. What do you do with the skill gem? You take another charm and in, try to inherit one of the skills on that skill gem to the charm. Which skill you get off that gem, what has like five slots on it, right? What skill you get off that gem is random. And you can keep redoing it over and over again. This sounds For awful. a premium currency. So it is an entire end game premium random baloney system about trying to make a charm that's of the best value to your current character. And or just managing a bunch of them at once for different characters. Because you can have a shared stash, right? So you can start building them for different characters that you have. Though they've said in previous things that they intend you to only have one character. So why do they give these skills for other characters? Dunno. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and it's obviously an end game, extremely trying to get you to waste lots of money just rolling random things over and 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 over, and over again. And no, thank you. Um, so I got one skill on a charm that's useful, and I think that's going to be my charm slot for forever until one randomly drops. That's also good. Um, because I don't feel like spending money trying to randomly make that charm better. So. And that's just one slot, one piece of equipment. There's also legendary gems, which you need to go through and and try to randomly roll legendary gems on a value. So there's one star gems, two star gems, and five star gems. Well, wait a second. What happened to three and four? Ah, but a five star gem only can be five stars. It can spawn in ranks one to five. (laughs) What? So if you're lucky enough to get a five star gem, you may not be lucky enough to get a good version of that five star gem. Yeah, Diablo Immortals ridiculous <laughs> in its free to play baloney, and um, yeah, it, it is very much pay to win. If you if you spend lots of money, you will have better gear, and if you do it early on in the game, it will be mostly wasted because it'll be really good low level gear instead of really good end game gear. But a lot of Diablo Immortals expenditures upgrade kind of your equipment slot rather than the gear because you can transfer your upgrades to another piece of gear so that's not too bad um those gems and stuff can all move to other pieces of gear so really uh, yeah so uh, mostly what you spend even early on sticks with you um but you can also spend a lot of money and just not get good drops so it is still random and so it's a gotcha so and uh because they've put gameplay elements in front of the 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 slot machine pull 
they kind of get around a lot of the gaming uh the gambling laws but it is gambling and you're spending money to to increase your chances for magic items to drop at the end of a dungeon and it's baloney and i don't recommend spending money on it because uh you either kind of ruin the balance of the game as you're leveling up which i think is actually well balanced for not spending money um other than a couple times where you have to grind for an hour or two to get to the to the next level threshold you need be, need to be at to unlock the next quest which kind of sucks but also like if you think about how it worked in previous diablo games you're like yeah no this is fine this isn't even a slow grind process but if you do if you do spend lots of money you kind of cheapen that and then you ruin that balance and i don't think it's worth it and yeah um i guess then i still am not at end game i'm on the last boss and we'll see how that goes because after that I'm I you know the goal is hit level sixty and after that it's start doing paragon levels just like in Diablo three and I don't know how that feels yet so I don't know what the end games are going to be like I don't know if it'll stay fun maybe it'll feel like you know really boring slow grinding for high end weapons and I'll just it'll either feel good because as I've gotten bigger and an older uh, higher level rather um, drops have gone from kind of crappy to all of a sudden more things that are interesting start dropping, just like a normal Diablo game. That's how it should feel. Like you get a lot of garbage early on when you're a low level character. And then by the end of the game, your stats are higher. The monsters are harder. You're getting better drops. And then you start getting magic find bonuses and you get more and more better drops. And that'll either start feeling good enough that it's worth playing without investing money, or it'll feel like, I'm getting nothing, and the game just wants me to spend money. And I don't know how it feels yet. I do know if I spent money, I would get more than I am right now. But what I am getting right now feels balanced and fun if I look at it without paying attention to what everyone else is doing. And the question is, can I keep doing that? Can I keep ignoring that or not? It's just sheer FOMO leverage. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I don't know, you know, this game would be so much better without the the transactions. And, you know, ultimately, I think all that pressure about transactions and FOMO and stuff are just going to lead to me stop playing the game and play a different game because I just can't keep ignoring the, the FOMO because it's just too much effort to keep doing that. But that's that's how it works. Chris was watching a streamer called Asmongold the other day who was every time he was presented with an opportunity to buy stuff he did. Mm-hmm. And in a, what, five hour stream, he spent. Over six hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of fu money does that guy have? He's got a lot of fu money. He's got a lot of fu money. He actually got banned yesterday because somebody in the in the chat in the game said something racist, and he got banned for unmoderated um, harassment language, which was weird. <clears throat> yeah. They, they reversed that this morning, but yeah, that's kind of weird. Quickly. <laughs> Not that, that Asmin's all that great of a guy. <laughs> But he, um, I guess I shouldn't call people out. A problematic uh, uh, following, but yeah, he's he actually did a pretty good job cleaning up when he switched from WoW to um, fourteen, just okay. because the vibe of those streams were totally different. Uh, and so, like, he was for to some extent sort of like telling people not to be giant jerkheads. Um, and then he went to Diablo Immortal, and he's kind of back to like the Blizzard crowd that is. The same that he had when he played WoW, which is a mm-hmm. little more raucous. Raucous. I was, yeah. Let's let's just say I don't. I'm not gonna endorse the guy. <laughs> I've been having fun watching his streams for specific reasons here and there. 
No, every every time an asthma gold video pops up on my recommendations, it's like, nope, unrecommend. I, I I'm not a fan of the angry for angry sake streamer, and mm-hmm. that's what that guy is. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just no. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's pretty accurate. Um, like I said, he he did get a little bit more light. Why are we? Why positive. are we? I feel like we're just dumping on Asmongold now. No. We probably shouldn't spend any time on that. Just I, calling out I'm, other streamers. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice person in person. His videos are just not for me. Fair enough. Uh, is that better? That's that's more. Yeah, I think that's more appropriate. But also, I, I feel like Blizzard shot themselves in the foot doing multiple. Um, currencies because that's why i noped out of the smt mobile game because there was way too many currencies and i got confused and i when i when there's so much stuff and i'm spending more time in menus converting stuff than actually playing the game that's just a a nope for me when it comes to mobile the the smt game is way easier to manage the currencies in though is the sad part i i know and and that's the rub yeah but like that's why I've stuck with Idle Champions for so long because there's just gold. Um, I'm pretty sure there's just gold, isn't there? Yeah, it's, it's just... golden gems. Yeah, golden gems, and that's all I care there's about. There's golden gem in favor, though. Favor is not a purchasable currency. And... No, it's the, the more you play, the better you do. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Though I, I would say that the idle games that we play have some pretty predatory mechanics. They oh, they, they want a lot of money out of you if they can get it. Yeah, if you spent if you spent regularly in Idol Champions, you could pretty easily hit a thousand dollars. Yeah, I, oh, I may there, have in the other one. <laughs> there's, I mean, look at us on stream on Discord la- or yeah on our private chat last week uh, going on about the baby spurt. Yep. Oh, I ended up not buying it. Oh, good for you. I, I have really not gotten to. that one, and and I want it very bad because it's baby spurt. So if, if if he were true to life, then he would die after eleven days, and that'd be a waste of twenty dollars. <laughs> I um I try to keep to ten dollars and under in Idol Champions, preferably under five dollars. Yep, so nope, like, I'm the same I, way. I tend to buy the familiars when they drop to four ninety nine. Um, except sort of for cat off. Except for cat minions, I I have spent money on cat minions, but it's cats. I'll spend a little more if it's like a charity thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're all hopelessly addicted and manipulated by free-to-play mechanics, and we can't escape them in our gaming world, and it kind of sucks. <laughs> and, you know, as much as people complain about them, if they didn't work, companies wouldn't keep doing them. Yep. All right. We should jump into feedback. Zero dollars on Diablo Immortal. I'm actually really <laughs> proud of that one, and I think I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> no, please do. Be the one person. Be like, hey, you will not have my money. Though I also see, feel kind of bad, like I should support the game I'm getting a lot of gameplay out of. Oh, support those poor, poor Activision employees. Listen, I bought a game. I'm playing a game. I should pay something for it. I, mean, I don't okay, think that's unreasonable. I- Disclaimer, I know that not all Blizzard Activision employees are high paid. Yeah, I know, I know. But also, they don't get paid depending on how much microtransactions are sold. So, What are we we talking about? Are there more games that we've played? No, that's 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 it. it. 
No. We're going to jump into feedback. You've played like seven other games, Anna. Nope. Oh, okay. So, uh, last week we asked you, do you plan to play Final Fantasy 16 when it releases next year? Uh, Fireminer wrote in and said, it's still a long way before I can save up enough money to buy a PS5, but I hope I will get my hands on one just in time for 16. Maybe at that point I will wait for a PS5 Slim or a PS5 Pro. How many mainline Final Fantasies will we even get in this generation? It's already two years into the PS5's life cycle, so probably 16, 17, and possibly one or two more parts of 7 Remake. All right. Question for the hosts. If you have to buy a game for your wedding anniversary, your children's birthday, what is the worst game that your money can buy? Something that is not just bad, but totally ruins your family. I think the answer based off of our conversation is anything free to play. Um, objectively, I feel like the worst game ever released on any sort of platform is the deal or no deal game on the um, any, or on the DS. Because the chests weren't randomized, so it's always 13. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, that's the, hilarious. That, that particular game was programmed in a way so that the chest never randomized. So if you How wanted that, that deal or... QA? Yeah. <laughs> so you could probably pick that up on eBay for like a dollar. Bear in mind, this was a $40 game at launch. A dollar? For a dealer? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, my, my original answer was going to be, I don't know, something that was just complete shovelware, like the Duck Dynasty game, which is a thing. You know, I will say I got the Duck <laughs> Dynasty game on 3DS and it, it you in my box it. of crap. And I remember not hating it and being surprised. <laughs> Are you sure you played it. it? I did. Okay. It's in my log of games. Oh, from no. Like 2015. Back when she actually played the box of crap that I would get her. The last box of crap you got me was mostly download codes, and we sold them for more than what you bought That's them for. That's so weird that that worked. <laughs> All right. Uh, Game Rushfire writes in yeah. and says, uh, Final Fantasy 16 is likely a pass for me. The frenetic Devil May Cry style combat is not what I'm looking for in my RPGs. I am happy for those looking forward to the release, but I will stick with Bravely and Octopath. Yeah, so like the Devil May Cry 5 combat guy's on this game or yeah, something? Yeah, he's the one that created the battle system. And yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with Gamer Esquire in that. Oh, I think you'll like it, Anna. I, I you can probably turn it on easy, easy and I think you'll have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. If there's difficulty settings yeah. and accessibility settings. Devil May Cry good. games typically have a mode that you just press a button and it auto combos for you. Really? Yeah. Now I'm interested in double. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Featherhoof writes in and says, if it if 16 also comes out to PC at some point, absolutely. Currently, I still don't have a PS5, and I have been unlucky every time Sony does one of their email invitations to buy one from their online store. Hey, we did. Out- I did that. I did that for my sister. She won one for her husband, and I did that, and I got in. So, uh, unfortunately, Featherhoof finds the email after the event has happened. Oh, no. Or when they're already sold out. See, you got to have the Sony apps on your phone, and then they, like, send you a push notice. All right. Uh, Tracer writes in and says, I plan to play it day one. I think the lead-up to release will be very entertaining. Um, And the Anime Man says, I'm super looking forward to it. There's a rumor that Final Fantasy, in the Final Fantasy XIV spheres, that there may be some connection to Final Fantasy fourteen, so I'm stu- super stoked for it. It's it. not really a rumor. It is part of the Ivalice, um 
No, larger... it's not. Yeah. No. Yes. It's not related to Ivalis. Yeah. That is okay. I I want your sources. Hang on, because I believe I've seen so, contrary that that was FF debunked. Sixteen Ivalis. So is Ivalis is FF in FF fourteen, right? Um, there is an Iv- yeah. There's a a bunch of Ivalis stuff in fourteen. The person who's actually in charge of Ivalis has come out and said it's not my Ivalis. It's it's their own and take on it. But oh, Matsuda. Yeah, he said it's not canonical Ivalis in fourteen. Like oh. he wants to maintain his own stuff for if he gets to do a sequel or something later. Um, I just wasn't sure if there was like some weird Ivalis Eorzea Venn diagram. Well, I mean, it, fourteen takes from everything. So like. They found okay. the way to shoehorn all the other games into that game in some way, shape, form, or reflection. So, um, there's so, a raid that's all basically Final Fantasy two, for example. I I am actually remembering a long story that I read that is why Final Fantasy sixteen should be part of it. Yeah, that so, sounds my like bad it. story. All right. Um, our question of the week this week, which is going to sort of lead into some stuff we're talking about in the news. Anna, is... I just realized you did fake news. I did. Sorry. Uh, question of the week. What 16-bit sprite-based game would you want to see oh, lovingly more about Final Fantasy 16, huh? for modern consoles? What Final Fantasy 16-bit sprite game? No, 16-bit sprite. Uh, this, is, this is no coincidence. So, so are we talking 3D HD or... 2D um, HD? 2D HD. Or, or just like 2D 2D. I this is this is silly. What sixteen bit sprite we've done this fourteen times before. No, we've With, done some variants. We've asked of it, but it not different this ways. One. It's the same. Hey, we're we're gonna talk about this in I, the news. If you are watching the stream, you get to see these cute cats. Do you see these cute cats? Oh. Yeah, I saw you had Kitten Academy. I did here. and Logan was on the stream. I was like, wait, when did you guys get an orange cat? Oh, that's Kitten <laughs> That's Kitten Academy. <laughs> but nice try. All right. We're jumping into the news. So, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has uh, detailed their arts and classes, and you have six classes to choose from. Um, several tanky builds, two healers, and an attacker. Okay. Uh, no, the real big Xenoblade 3 news. Wait, did week. they do like a half-hour stream talking about the classes like they've done for previous I ones? don't think so mm. this is just press release okay no the actual big xenoblade news story that we didn't write down but we need to talk about um xenoblade 3 broke nintendo's website <gasps> what so because nintendo in their infinite um wisdom decided to make the xenoblade xenoblade 3 collector's edition a nintendo store only item mm-hmm. it went on sale on thursday and then it oh cool completely... so i could go there and get it now oh no oh no you couldn't even get it when it went on sale because what? it completely and utterly tanked their site Oops. um you could at you could press the buy button but it would glitch out in your cart because it said that it was um already in your cart but then you'd go to your cart and it wasn't in your cart and then it kept logging you out and you couldn't log in and it kept putting you into a queue and Josh and I were trying to get it on Thursday, and we're just having all sorts of issues, and I was calling it Schrodinger's shopping cart because the item was both in and not in your cart, and um, it broke Nintendo's site so bad that it trended on Twitter, and the site was pretty much unavailable the entire day. 
Well you done, You guys don't Nintendo. seem to find that as interesting as I do. No, I do. I'm just looking for memes about it right now to put on the stream. So, sorry. Uh, I think there were some. Anna memes. doesn't care at all. She's totally like, oh, yeah, it's collector's edition. That's what happens. Uh, yeah, there were some memes. Anna? I probably should have saved them. We're talking to you. Yes, and I don't have any <laughs> feedback to give it. She just this doesn't time. care about Xenoblade at I, all. <laughs> I just, I have no interest in the series. Nothing about it has sort of just, uh, jumped out at me as like, oh, yes, I most. I'm so disinterested that when my friends talk about it, I tune them off. <laughs> Uh-oh, oh. it's being flipped on eBay. Woo! Oh, people were flipping their pre-orders because I yep. think at the end of the day, people were able to complete orders. But that was like a very short window. And Nintendo's come out and said, we're going to make it available again at some other time. Oh, are uh, you hopefully, now? Hopefully they will f- fix their site. Um, but, Anna, this did apply to you because at the, on the same day, they did... Um, Nintendo did a Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes demo, and because so many people were hammering the site, nobody could download the demo uh-huh. unless you actually went to the Switch store. Yeah, yeah. So you had to. I I was trying to go onto the Nintendo website to use like the wish list function and to download the demo when I didn't have the Switch handy. And yeah, the whole website was just like complete, just utter utter chaos. Um, but yeah, that ties into our news. So if Three Hopes gets a demo, you probably download it now. Um, I did not get a chance to download it because of the issues. Uh, the, 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 not just the demo, the sewer babies are back. Sewer babies. Um, yeah, the we demo sh- or the <laughs> the uh, trailer shows off the sewer babies, and yeah, you can download the demo. Did it say that the? Okay, yeah, progress carries over. Good. Good. I need to download this. Yes, at some carries point. over into the full game. Um, so you can check that out. Is it spoilerific um, in this demo, I or don't is it just know. the start of the game? I think it's probably it's probably just the start. Yeah, first three chapters in the oh, game. Okay. And I hear um, there's fishing. Oh, I didn't know that. Like the house activities that you do in in Fire Emblem Three Houses apparently show up. Oh, cool. So, so can I have tea parties? I. That's what Phil led me to believe on this morning's um, stream that he was doing. So, because I like the tea parties. Um, <laughs> and, and then speaking of collector's edition, so Soul Hackers Two announced a collector's edition, uh, two hundred dollar collector's edition exclusive on their website. <sighs> Anna bought that this. one on. She yells at me for Diablo Immortal purchases of ninety nine cents. And then goes and spends the two hundred dollars on a Soul Hackers Two Collector's Edition. I'm not sorry. So you, She's not so sorry at all. So you managed to get you, you managed to get the Collector's Edition. I sure did. Was it as nearly as a, much of a crap show? No. Okay, so Atlas clearly has their crap together. Or there's just much less audience. <laughs> I don't know, man. The SMT I'm, fans. Nintendo are versus rabid. Atlas. Even though it's Xenoblade, I still think there's a difference because Nintendo versus Atlas. Well, uh, on, and and I mostly wasn't interested in this collector's edition one because I thought I wouldn't be able to get it. And to for two hundred dollars, well, t- to be honest, the SMT five collector's edition kind of underwhelmed me so much that I really didn't want to spend money on this one. But Anna will be getting a physical copy of Soul Hackers two, a three three inch Iho figure. Iho, um, I think that's a Jack Frost dressed like Ringo. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Like, 
It's Aiho. Oh, her name is Ringo in the game. Okay. You said okay. Ringo. I'm like, that does not look like Ringo Starr. But, and she uh, also, the, the, so yeah, that, that Jack Frost is why she bought this. Let's be clear. And then uh, on top of that, she gets a little penguin plushie thing. Yeah, a Mimi plushie that's penguin, a pen collection, a USB soundtrack, a shark keychain, character art cards, and a collector's box. This keychain is so freaking weird. It's like a, a little half a shark carrying a bottle of something. I don't understand it. But it looks like an N2O bottle. Yeah. It's weird. Well, um, most of this is garbage other than the Jack Frost and the plushie, but you know, that's, that's um, what you do. Those art cards also come in day one editions of the physical um, regular release, by the way, hmm. which I didn't, for, for some reason. Hold on I a second, Kelly. Think... Anna, stop moderating Discord. No. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I didn't even think this was going to get released physically, but I, yeah. I guess I was mistaken. They they were very. Oh, yeah. Do we know it's physical? It. Do I don't yeah, see a copy physical. of the game here. Because I pre-ordered it. No, but I don't see a copy of the game here in this uh, picture. Do you? Could be a code. Is it in the steel? Yeah, it's in the steel book. Is it? Well, why would they have a steel book case? Because people love steel books for no reason, Kelly. They just want steel books. I don't understand it. Like, uh, the Nino Kuni 2 steel book, I got at E3 by waiting in line to get a steel book with no game in it. We ended up selling that for like $100 or something. The steel book or the steel book with the game? The steel book. I don't think so. Um, some people like them because they look nice on their shelf. Um, but That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So there may not be even be a game. No, it, it sounds like there's a physical edition. So. No, there is because, yeah, I, I pre-ordered it. Um, there's also digital deluxe editions and premium uh, edition deluxe what do i want to say digital premium editions and you get like costumes from persona 5 or something um the the digital deluxe edition has the money and since an exp dlc Ah, okay do you get all that with the collector's edition as far Uh, as i know that'd be funny if you don't yeah because they sure as hell they sure as hell didn't do it for the physical uh, ce of um five uh, it I doesn't look have... like you get any of that. Yeah, Co- that's Anna. garbage. Oh, <laughs> that, that is complete garbage. <laughs> um, pre-orders will receive a Persona 5 costume and background music DLC set. You'll probably get that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's like all that bitching about microtransactions transactions and i'm mad that you don't you still have to do a microtransaction after spending two hundred dollars on a collector's edition it looks like you do (sighs) yeah yeah um it's gonna gonna be released worldwide on august 25th 2022 you know my prop my biggest problem with this digital edition of the game which is i don't even think they got a store page for it anymore it must have sold out um is that it made Anna go through the Atlas shop and want to buy a bunch of other things, including a Persona 25th anniversary turntable. <laughs> she, I didn't want to buy that. You didn't do it, but you were looking at it, and I got scared. I was scared. looking at it going, wow, this is really ugly. Okay, good. That's what I thought, too. I got confused. I thought you I, liked it. <laughs> I, I what about those Jack Frost jogger pants? <laughs> those were kind of cute. And the double demon t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> 
You almost did that one. I almost did that one. That's true. But I have too many shirts right now. Well, what about the cat? You didn't buy the fluffy sweatshirt? No, I decided against it. Kelly, do you see this this sweatshirt with fluffy on it? Yeah. It's got half fluffy on the front and it wraps around to the back. It's adorable and everyone should own one. I, I want it, but one, I can't stand wearing sweat long sleeve shirts, yeah. and two, I can't stand wearing white shirts. I want it as a t shirt. I uh, no, I want I want it too. I would probably go go against my white t shirt rule if I that was a t shirt. But um, I, I can, really I like cannot. big art on shirts, as evidenced yeah. by that giant obnoxious cat shirt I own now. Yeah, but I I cannot stand long sleeve shirts because anytime I wear them, I just get instantly hot. Mm. Um. And I can't judge Anna too much about wanting the Pearsona merchandise because I did buy the uh, after shipping $60 Morgana cat plush, like Morgana in her cat or in, in his cat form. And that wasn't that like that. How did we not end up be- with that, Anna? I resisted. You've resisted <laughs> hard. That, that, that. Have you got that plush, that- a picture of that plush next to uh, Alice, Kelly? Um. I need to. Atlas owes me likeness rights. Because that, that cat looks suspicious, suspiciously <laughs> like Alice. Oh, speaking of things we need to take pictures of, I got a really interesting thing in the mail this week. I got Ooh. a blue feather. Yeah, you did. Who's Who's proposing to you? Um, it's going to say. <laughs> so I guess it's the 25th anniversary of Harvest Moon this month. So I am very curious to see what's going to come of that. In fact, I think it's this week. It's like the 17th. So I'll have to take a picture and put it up on social media. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, Hey, 2D HD version of the original. That would be very cool. Make it happen. Uh, Who has them now? Not to me. Okay. Okay. I was confused a bit because like, wait a minute. I thought English stats, Natsume didn't have them, but. It's, and the it's very confusing. <laughs> I it really is. don't want to get into it on a podcast. It would be it You've so gotten long. into it on a podcast. Hey. hey on a podcast that was specifically about it, I believe. Yes, hey, but that what's... was a podcast specifically about it. We've got an hour and a half. Let's start. <laughs> now, moving on. Hey, you know what's equally confusing? Who the... has the rights to Curry No Kuseki games? Yeah, mm. the Kuseki universe and who has those rights. Um, But what isn't confusing is that Japan is getting Kuro No Kuseki 2 um, on September 29th. Crimson Sin. Uh, I don't know yeah, why I said that with an accent. I assume that's first... how it's said. The first Chrono Kaseki talking about Calvert. We haven't gotten those because we need the Crossbell games. But hey, we, am I completely skipping over Chrono Kaseki? I feel like I am, but we don't have that game. So yeah, so that's the yeah. one. So after Cold Steel Four, there's Hajimari no Kiseki, and I don't remember the translated name for that game. And that is sort of like, um, tr- uh, it's sort of like Crossbell Three. It comes after. Cold Steel 4, but it is largely done more like a, a crossbell or like a Trails in the Sky the Third. And then after that is Kuro no Kiseki, which is the brand new series. It's set in Calvert. It is after the war is done. Um, you know, like everything that went down in Cold Steel 4 and Hajimari th- that got resolved. Um, then sort of like, all right, uh, uh, who's the little cute girl with the giant scythe and the purple hair? Rain. Rain goes to high school. 
in oh. Kuronokiseki. Gotcha. So she's in like a finishing school in Calvert. So that is an, like 99% new cast, although like they've heard of Bracers and they know who um, like uh, the class seven is and stuff like that. But they're kind of over in Calvert doing their own thing because there was fallout after Cold Steel 4, both political and religious. And so that's what those games are about. And we're not getting him for quite some time because instead we need crossbow first. And good news, um, the crossbow sequel Trails to Azure is get gets a new trailer and a limited edition um, on NIS's site, which I know for a fact does not get bogged down by pre-orders. The, and they even have their uh, show how much stock they have left with their collector's editions, which is awesome. Um, so the limited edition is $90, and you get a physical copy of uh, Trails to Azure, a Azure Archives hardcover art book, uh, Anthems of Crossbell Part 2 10 soundtrack selection CD, New Recruits ac acrylic stand, a steelbook case, a United as One cloth poster, and a collector's box. So my dilemma in pre-ordering this is I'm going to, like, really want the review code. And so I don't know if it is worth ordering a game that I am probably just going to play before it comes out. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't do the collector's edition for um, the first one, Trails to Zero, either, mainly because there was nothing in it that I found interesting. Um, and at this point, it, I'm only getting collector's editions of stuff that I know I'm a huge fan of. Or if there's something I really, really want in it, like the Mishi plush. Um, so tra Trails from Zero is going to release on, on September 27th in North America. Um, I don't think they have a release date for Trails to Azure yet. It's probably going to be 2023. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is, I, I believe it actually says right on the... Um, pre-order page that is like, hey, this is not coming out until next year. Uh, I am pumped for this. Um, and in other RPG news, we've got Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2 remaster releasing in summer or this summer. Um, this is a remake of the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. That I think that was on the original. Oh yeah, on the PS2 and Xbox in 2004. Um, yeah, it's going to come out on. PS4, PS5, and Xbox, and Nintendo Switch in the summer. Um, had you ever played any of the Baldur's Gate games, Chris? Um, I have. Not the Dark Alliance ones, however. Were the Dark Alliance ones more action? Yes. They're more like okay. a Diablo game. I remember I playing it with it, friends and having fun with it. I mean, it. You, you might remember Dark Alliance 3 recently. Oh, yeah. The, the crappy one? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that was a sequel or a direct sequel. It is. Yeah. It's, um, well, I guess it's dark Alliance. What is it called? What is the, what's the, sorry, they call it something else. Um, I don't remember what they called it. Um, I guess it wasn't technically a dark Alliance game, but it was bad <laughs> and it was closer to that than whatever, than, 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 uh, <laughs> than any other Baldur's Gate thing. Yeah, oh man. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. Yeah, it was Dark Alliance. Too. Yeah, Dark Alliance 2021, and it was terrible. 
Um, sorry. Go. Uh, so yeah, the Dark Alliance games are more Diablo-like. Um, I've played some of Dark uh, Baldur's Gate Two, which is a CRPG, um, but this is definitely more like. Um, I think the same people who did this game also did like the the EverQuest Champions of Norath stuff too, right? I think so. I think this is the same pedigree. So yeah. Anyway, so they're doing a remaster on everything, and that should be cool. I've never played them. I probably should. I am wishlisting uh, Dark Alliance on Switch right now. Is the first one already out? Yeah. The, the remaster? Okay. Yeah. It looks um, think... kind of old, though. So it'll be right at home on Switch. Yay! Yeah, no, that's why I <laughs> wishlisted it there. Though, if it comes out on PlayStation, like on sale, I might wishlist, or I'm wishlisting it there, too. I'm I'm just... <sighs> this whole immortal thing has got me thinking... I need to take another look at all the the more modern Diablo likes again and figure out which ones are good. And I think the answer is the only one that's good is um best Diablo likes. I can't remember its name whenever I need Tor- you. Torchlight? No, I yeah, but no. Uh Victor Vran I think is the one I'm thinking of um that I need to try when Van I did. Helsing? I've done Van Helsing. Uh I have some issues with Van, Van Helsing. Helsing. It was fine. It's fine. Um, I don't like... Uh, I go back and forth on whether or not I like the uh, the tower building, and then I feel like the game progression itself is rather slow, and you don't feel very powerful. Um, Grim Dawn! That's the one. Grim Dawn. Thank you, chat. Grim Dawn is the one I was, tr- I was thinking I needed to try. Path of Exile I have spent tons of hours in. Um, I actually have to fight myself from going back to it, just because I feel like it will just own me for forever and ever. Grim Dawn is the other one I need to play. That's what I was thinking of. Is Grim Dawn on console? That is a good question. I know it's on PC. <laughs> um, it says Xbox One and Microsoft Windows. Oh, so, okay. So it is on console. No. Just, just not, not my the, console. Not your console. Hashtag not my console. <laughs> um, Kelly, I was going to talk mm. about this later, but while we're recording the podcast today... Um, there's the wholesome direct going on. Oh, and right. During, I'm I'm watching like Twitter sort of react to the wholesome direct. There is a new kaiju dating sim called <gasps> Kaiju coming out. Oh, I like this. Yeah, we are. We're it's totally, on Kickstarter. Totally going to talk about that. You can kickstart it right now. Oh wait, no, it was uh, it was kickstarted. Yes. Oh, look at this. Totally sending this to Kitty. Bet you put the video it. up. Kaiju. Kaiju. All right, back to news. No, um, Kaiju. Kaiju dating sim. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis Ready's Frozen Resolution. So this is um, an expansion? Is, yeah, largest update to the game since its launch last year and includes an increased level cap, a brand new region, and a continuation of the game's story. Um, we get more details about that. Do we have a release date? I don't see a release date in the story, so um, I guess it'll be announced later. So, uh, Fantasy Star people, please be excited. I am excited for this Farming Sim Pixelshire that was announced. Yeah, this um, looks interesting. It pretty much just looks like a cross between Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon. And it's um, being developed for PC and has an early access version coming in the near future. And yeah, um, you'll have every a hand in every aspect of your farm. Um, terraforming, planting crops, raising livestock... Designing your house, managing your store, learning new trades. Um, sounds like it could be awesome. The, yeah, uh, the, the, 
wow, this is almost scarily kind of close to Stardew Valley. Looking at the screenshots. I still want to oh, say well, Harvest Moon when I see a game like this. I mean, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Um, we've also got uh, an adventure Academia announced, which is um, set in the class of Heroes universe, but it's a tactical game. Uh oh, is that, is Victor involved in this? God, I hope uh, not. This is by a choir, right? But is he involved with the choir? Um, I don't remember. I don't think that they've. Oh, this is um, this has been announced for um North America, just on PC though. If you don't know who I'm talking about when I say Victor, <laughs> just be thankful. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, yep. Acquire has announced a remaster of Class of Hero 2's released in Japan with Monkey Paw Games and Gaijin Work releasing in North America. Oh, no. Um, Monkey Paw is what he's involved with, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was Gaijin Works. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't sound like either of these have any um, connection to Monkey Paw and Gaijin Works. Oh, good. okay. All right. Yes. So it's not Monkey Paw and Gaijin Works. All right. No, the original right. Class so of Hero anyway, 2 was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a class of heroes universe, which just means it's inspired by, I guess, the art design and stuff. Like, what does that even mean? Because it's not a first version dungeon crawler. So it looks like a roguelike slash tactics game. Yeah, and it's all and the characters are like board game pieces. Once you're in the dungeons, um, I, I guess the story scenes and stuff are more traditional, you know, picture portraits on the screen with text next to them. But yeah, when you're walking around the dungeon, you've got like these little board game cutouts or actually you know what they remind me of um uh what's it called the pins that everyone includes in their collector's editions oh, now um enamel pens yeah yeah that i see that the, to me they look like the uh, rubber keychains fair enough because of how uh, raised up they look mm-hmm. but oh that's an interesting art style i'm gonna keep an eye on this game if it, it looks fun what do you think anna interested in this at all it depends on who localizes it. Okay. What if it's poorly localized? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we have English we text in here. We can get an idea. We won somehow. I guess this is how we'll have to deal with any monsters that attack us. Hey, that was an English sentence with no typos or grammatical mistakes. Now uh, you can also pick and choose your screenshots. Pretty too. good to start with. Uh, yeah, Kelly. We've seen yes. this before. <laughs> Where people pick and choose screenshots that are not so great. So I still assert we're doing pretty good compared to some. Also, why did why did dwarfs look like cats in this game? I, are you upset about it? No. I just I think they're I more like dogs. Oh. Uh, Is this a red thirteen moment again? Yeah. Could be. Oh, it's on Steam apparently, says uh yeah, Sam. so they they have confirmed an English release on Steam, but not anywhere else. And it uh, looks like they're self-publishing that one. class. Oh, here it is. Academia if I, Adventure. Here we go. If if I ever get get my hands on a Steam Deck, now Steam stuff isn't off the table for me. Um, we've got Legend Labyrinth of Zangetsu launching in Japan this September. Um. Zangetsu. Sorry, that just makes me think of Bleach when I hear Zangetsu. <laughs> it's I don't even really have any information on the game except for some some video in a stream. Uh, it's heavily based on Japanese culture, including ink and ink painting, graphical style, and audio inspired by gagaku music and no drama. 
So. No way. Sorry, oh, you're being sarcastic. That's a bad pun. Yeah. No drama. No way. Okay. So what are we doing? Ink painting. No drama. Do we have any idea what this game is about or what you do? Rather? No, not yet. You know, okay. there's just I probably should have told the story. All right, cool. <laughs> um, Dangan Entertainment has made multiple announcements. Oh boy, the story is they uh, made announcements. Well, no, it's just I there know, was it's no just convenient to way to sort of like summarize <laughs> all of the stuff that they announced. So, what did they announce? Um, a whole bunch of things. Um, so, uh, um. Uh, Lost Ruins, which is a Metroidvania, is going to come. It, it is out now on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. So it came out on June sixth. It's sort of a Metroidvania um, with magic. Okay. Um, they announced the second Vistaria Saga, the Sacred Sword of Sylvan Star. That's the Fire Emblem game that you like. Yeah, that's the that's. But the you didn't that... finish. No, I didn't play it. I wasn't that interested. Oh, okay. But it looks like a freaking Fire Emblem game. Why yeah, aren't you interested? Yeah, because it's made by the guy who made Fire Emblem, Shozu Kaga. He yeah. made that like Fire Emblem style, um, like RPG Maker game. Yeah, Vesteria Saga One. Yes. No, no, no. There's like an RPG Maker where you can make oh, these sort of right. games. Oh, right. Yeah. So he made, okay. Like, a he made SRPG Maker. Engine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so he's made two games in it now. Okay. But you don't like them. Uh, I just haven't been particularly interested in them because okay. they're there's only no dating. PC. There's no dating. Let's be real. There's only, it's only PC. It's, also, it's because there's it no dating. It sounds like they are very tedious. Oh. It, it is yeah. one of those things where it is like, if you like the hard as nails old Fire Emblems that have like no rewind and no continues and... Uh, no, no vaccine no and no saving, lieutenant yard. <laughs> and no saves mid uh, mid combat, then 100% Vistaria Saga is for you. But I played those hard games and I am just over it now. I, okay. I don't like hard fire emblem Give as far as I'm concerned. I played as, the hard games. I have earned it. As far as I'm concerned, Fire Emblem started at Awakening and fight me, Fire Emblem <laughs> fans. I don't care. Fair enough. Um, as a matter of fact, debate me like in this debating RPG reality layer zero that oh, was announced. What it's dubbed? It's dubbed as a debating RPG. Wait, 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 guys. We skipped like three or four announcements in the last story. Oh, there's also um a double pack that is um RFL and Rise of the Third Power. Those are both Stegosoft games. I absolutely love both of those. Um they are going to be uh put out that's going to be put out by Limited Run Games. I actually might pick that up. Um there uh is also an isometric action RPG that they put out a new trailer for called Kingdom of Night, which is set in a, a stylized 1980s Arizona um and you're battling enemies uh Everything from high school thugs to demon lords. It is currently in development for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, but I don't think that has a release date. Um, they they put out uh, update trailers for the isometric roguelike tactical RPG Ever Tried. Um, that is out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Is getting a floor editor that lets you um, create and share encounters. Um, also, their Metroidvania Batbarian Testament of the Primordials um, is gaining a challenge mode that is separate to the main campaign. Um, and then the roguelike monster taming RPG Abomination is getting an update 
on PC, um, which is a collaboration with Bug Fables. It is also getting a fast battle mode and new attacks, abilities, and biomes. Um, they also announced a console release later. You still haven't talked about the game I'm playing the trailer for. Which is? Dungeon Drafters. Uh, I don't see that in the story. It's like the first big trailer. No, I'm, I don't see the words done. Oh, um, all right. The company revealed it is now publishing Dungeon Drafters, a tile-based dungeon crawlers with roguelite and deck building elements. Um, it it is, looks good. Yeah. <laughs> it is being developed for PC and Linux um, and is going to come to Steam later. This is a lot of announcements from one company, all yes. relevant to our site. Yes. I'm going to have to like dig through this later and see how many of these are out now and what I can try out. Like, There's a lot of things. This is really dense. You could basically pick up 10 games off of this uh, Dangan 5th anniversary presentation. Wow. All right. It's now. a mix of things that are coming... Um, soon things that are coming later and a whole bunch of things that are out now that got major updates. you know what we need is a post of here's all the rpg demos you could play right now well steam next fest is starting next week so we're probably going to have some stories about that well they already had like a bunch of demos kick off on summer game fest day too so it's like oh my gosh all right so tell me about this debating game and why do i have a card about a duck um <clears throat> sorry i didn't mean to skip all that that's okay um yeah, so it's a debating RPG with card-based battles representing verbal debates with opponents. Battles will employ three modes of persuasion, logos, ethos, and pathos. All right. Arguments players choose during battle will fill up the resonance meter, which in turn will be used to deplete the opponent's willpower and defeat them. So you're going to annoy them to death? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I this feel like going I to logic them. As someone who tries to debate with his wife, let me tell you, at some point, no matter the veracity of your statements, they are so annoyed with you, they don't want to hear you talk anymore, and they don't care if you're right or wrong or anything else. You've lost by just being present and continuing to push. Just go away. I, <laughs> I was told by my family once that I should have been to part of the debate team in school because yeah, was I was part so, of the debate team in so school. Was I. I was so argumentative and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. 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 The irony of me being argumentative. About it's not it, an argument. Like, that's just saying a contradictory statement. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> but, but that's like professional debate. And I just like bitching with people. <laughs> oh, well, you should be a Twitch streamer. <laughs> Or I, a I Twitter poster. That. I don't like it. <laughs> um, this game looks interesting. I want to keep an eye on it. These cards are crazy. Look at this cat hugging a skeleton. What? <laughs> right. And and then we've got uh, No Place for Bravery launching in September. Um, this puts players in control of Thorn, an old soldier looking to lay down his sword until he discovers that his daughter, Leaf, who disappeared long ago, is still alive. It is an action RPG, will be available digitally for PC and Nintendo Switch, and priced at 20 bucks. Sorry, I'm looking at the trailer right now. This September. Looks, looks like an interesting art style. Yeah. Wait, is it a puzzle platformer with a unique art style? No. No, it's a pixel game with a unique art style. Oh, what's going on? You find a... There are things happening in this game. 
Um, that is all of our regular news. It's now gory. we're kind of getting <clears throat> going to kind of get into the releases slash briefs. <gasps> um, Limited Run announced a bunch of different physical collect uh, physical editions. Are any of them still in stock? That they're coming out later because okay. um, with the release windows. So they they well, I think they had a presentation. Yeah, they had a presentation. Yeah, they have LRG three every year. Um. Still so <laughs> thus far, they've announced physical releases for River City Girls two, which comes out in the summer. Undermine. Oh, I'm sorry, not comes out. It's going to be their purchase window is going to be in summer undermine this year shadow run trilogy this year star wars nets of the old republic to the sith lords uh this year or not sorry summer this year garden story for the summer blossom tales 2 for the summer you're telling me about that one anna and then enclave hd i thought enclave was a shoot 'em up oh i'm confused by the question I don't I, know, I, Kelly. I honestly don't know if Enclave is a suit up Yeah, Enclave is a sh- third-person action RPG is what it lists on their on their site. Maybe I'm confusing. Oh, Espaluga. That's oh, Espaluga is totally something else. Yeah, that's what I was confused. Yeah, about. that's a schmuck. Which is already out, actually. <laughs> that was just a physical announcement. My bad. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll follow. Yeah, all of run on. I don't think there was any new new games that were announced. These were all just. Hey, these games are getting physicals. Um, tangentially related, that uh, TMNT Return of Shredder CE oh, looks was, so awesome. I, I really wanted to get the collector's edition, but I, told I cannot her to. justify a second $200 collector's I told edition. Her to. That Neither one I'm down with because you get the action figure. The action figure looks amazing. I had what like a the, Donatello oh, action Shredder? figure when I was a kid. Sorry, what was the question, Kelly? Was it, was it the Shredder action figure? Yeah, it's a reprint. Of the actual playism shredder toy. Playism? No, not playism. Um Playmates. Playmates, yeah, that's it. So it's like from the eighties? Yeah. So but if I want other turtles, a... can I get any of those nowadays? No. You oh. actually you can, Chris. They have them at Walmart. Um oh. reprints what? of the original turtles. Yeah. There you go. Wow. I Bon and I go to Walmart every week to get groceries and we check the toy section looking for um transformers and stuff and I see those. And it's like, oh god, I want those. I don't know but, what I would do with them besides pose them on a on a wall or something, but like actually playing with them I don't know, it just well, doesn't do it for me anymore. What's wrong my, with me? My original box of Ninja Turtles is at my mom's house oh, somewhere. Nice. And I don't know if I've ever retrieved that box. I don't know if I'm going to eBay them or just keep my favorites and then eBay the rest. But I do remember my my original turtles were so played with. They were pretty beat up. So oh, what is this? The, what is this Bill and Ted's Excellent Retro Collection it, thing? It's a rebate or it's a re-release of the the LJN game. The what? The the a Nintendo game by LGN that was notoriously oh. bad. Why would you want that? I don't know. <laughs> Pre-orders begin June 9th. Woo! Sorry, I'm looking at the Shredder figure, and I yeah. remember the original version having very ugly coloring to it. So they've updated the Shredder, Shredder figure. Okay. I also remember him having an actual cloth cape, which was kind of neat. But the OG one from the 80s, his helmet was blue instead of uh, shiny metallic. And 
I, I also appreciate the fact that it comes with, uh, well, okay, I, I guess I misread this when I was reading it on Twitter. I, it came with Sprite stickers, and I thought they were color forms, which would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris, you see that ugly blue one yeah. right there? That that was the original. Man, Shredder's ripped. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm a huge Turtles fan. Oh, my God, the VHS-style box. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the one I, that I'm thinking about getting because I don't. Oh my god! Okay, go put, completely put this crazy. Way. But but the best part, Anna, you get a coupon for a personal pan pizza. I know. I'm telling her to get it just for the pizza. Uh, okay, so here's confession. After the limited gun run games thing that night, I convinced Anna to order her own dinner, and I ordered myself Pizza Hut pizza. The personal pan. Nope, I got a full pan, but it was it was great. <laughs> I it was like I'm being a kid tonight, and I was. I I just want to go to Pizza Hut with that coupon and be like, um, can you make it like you did in the '80s when yeah. you were actually good? <laughs> they haven't changed, Kelly. You've no. changed. Oh, I used to love Pizza I, Hut, and they're not the same uh, pizza whatever. that they it's, used to. Be. It was still pretty good. I had, I enjoyed my pizza. With with us, it can be hit or miss. Sorry, these are supposed to be briefs. Um, Digimon Survived gets a new How Japanese do you do briefs when there's Ninja Turtle figures? Come on. I know. I know. Um, Digimon Survived gets a new Japanese Anna. What is up with this? Trailer. Hey. Oh, trailer. Um, six minute video covers. Anna, is this like a, a horror game comments. with Digimon? No. No? No. It just seems like it from the trailer. Uh, no. Are you sure? Yeah, because it's a visual novel. Oh. It's not a horror game. It's a horror visual novel? No. There's a lot of blood. Is it an RPG? There's Look at this stuff. So it, Are it you is sure? sort of like Underwater Ray Romano, where it is a mix oh. of BN and This TRPG. looks like a horror game. What are you talking about? <laughs> look at this school that you're going into. Are you kidding me? This isn't I a want, horror game. I want this dog Digimon that looks like a sheep dog that is freaking adorable. Um. Anyway, Are you gonna get this, that, Kelly? Maybe. I still need to play Cyber Sleuth. Did we have this Same. announced for US? Yes. Okay. It's coming out next month. The Digimon. Oh, yeah. okay. Wait, is it coming oh. out here next month, or is it coming out in Japan next month? It's worldwide, it says. Okay. Oh, Anna, speaking of Digimon, did you see that the um, Next Order game on PlayStation was on sale for like 10 bucks? Um, I feel like that's the one that I have on Switch. I believe you do. No, it's not. Oh. Um, oh. That one was only released on PS4. Otherwise, I would have played it on Switch. Oh. I thought there was a two-pack on Switch there... of both. That's Hacker's Memory slash Cyber Switch. Yeah. Oh. Well, which one's um, Next Order now? Goodness. Next Order is Comes pretty... after those before it survived. Okay. Next order is the pet raising one that I played last year that I really enjoyed. Anna, you should get that. Um, why don't you just log into the PlayStation account and tag it to us? What is Cause it? Because I, I was going to send you my physical copy um, to play, and then it went on sale for like dirt cheap. I, an I epic cat the, fight Discord. happening on the stream. Yeah, I know. Great. Like, lick, 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 bite, bite, bite. Lick, 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 bite. Right, Scamper so. kicking Twinkie in the face. Oh. Anyway, um, speaking of fights, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is coming out in October. This is the uh, 
I guess, a tactical Marvel game. Yes. Um, yeah, X-Com. Chris is it's very X-Com excited Marvel. for this. Yeah. Going to come out on October 7th um, on PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox, and Xbox One with, with I, a Nintendo Switch version planned but released at a later date. Something tells me that's going to be the cloud version. <laughs> I think the dilemma that um, sort of we've been talking about with this sort of um, Midnight Suns game is like it comes out in October. And Chris mm-hmm. is going to want to play it right away, but it is absolutely the kind of game that goes to that comes out at sixty dollars in October and goes down to nineteen ninety nine for Black Friday. Yeah, I would wait. So, are you going to be able to wait, Chris? Oh, for what? I'm still trying to figure out this Digimon stuff. I'm supposed to be doing Midnight Suns. Wonder- Midnight Suns. Oh, who's publishing it? I have no idea. I closed the news story. These are supposed to be briefs. 2K games and Fire Access games. Okay, then yes, it will go it will go on sale. <laughs> so we'll have to wait until Black Friday and pick it up for 19.99. It honestly depends on the reviews. Like if it if it if it's really slamming, I might pick it up early. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um this Digimon World Next Order is full price on PS4. So oh, it, it was on sale this week. Okay. My bad. Waited uh-huh. too long. I'm sure it'll go on sale again. Those Digimon games go on sale all the time. Um, okay. And if not, I think physical, physical copies are pretty cheap. Um, in other news, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink has been pushed to 2023. How many this times has this game been delayed? Nobody cares anymore. Oh, no, no, no. People care about no, this No, we've all moved on to other um, gotcha games. No. People... This is supposed to be an action RPG. Oh, yeah. this is the, the yeah, not-free-to-play. This is the not-free-to-play game. Yeah, uh-huh. People are, have been like talking about this mm. a lot on my Twitter feed. I have uh-huh. a bunch of Grand Blue people on my Twitter feed. And so, yeah, they, they bring Further info play. was slated to be revealed in June 2022, but at the moment our plan is to share it in December. So they're pushing it back a second time. They're blaming coronavirus, which is fair. So it is. It is what it is. It's like... It's like I've always been curious about Grand Blue, but, but we non- have good we have good news in the next story. <laughs> oh, it's um, it's good news for some people. It's good news for many people. The right. Mad Max Wild West game has been canceled. Metal Max, sorry, Metal Max, Metal Wild a West Mad game. Max Wild West game would be that pretty amazing. I'm all in on. Like, <laughs> I I think it is very interesting like that Tom like, Harding or whatever the Metal Max Zeno <laughs> remake reviews hit, and like the same day Metal Max Wild West got canned. So the reviews must have been bad. Isn't Metal Max pretty much just Japanese Mad Max? Anna, haven't the reviews always been bad? Yes, the reviews have been (laughs) consistently bad for the series. (laughs) Well, someone must like him because they kept making him until now. Anyway, um, in other news, I guess the game Mistover is getting delisted at the end of the month. Yes, so Crafton announced. What does that mean? uh, Mistover. Um, is getting delisted on June 30th. From that day forward, you will no longer be able to purchase the game on PC, um, Why? Via, uh, PlayStation 4, or Nintendo Switch. Why would you delist it? Um, I'm wondering if this is some sort of license deal. I guess so. Yeah. Got a three out of five from us, so yeah. don't, don't feel like you need to jump on it, but... If you are interested, now's the time. News that I'm very excited about. Game Deck is finally getting a Switch release. Oh my gosh, it took forever. I know. I'm so excited for this. Game Deck is coming out on Switch July 1st. I think it's been on PC for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So we kickstarted this like three years ago. We saw oh my god, who is Mister Unicorn? And we were like, heck yeah, we totally need to get in on this. Um, and then they were like, hey, we're gonna put out a Switch version, and I'm like, awesome, I can't wait to play it on Switch. And then it took like forever to come out. Oh, that's why it looks so weird. It gets crimes that occur in virtual worlds. Yeah, so you are a. This is like um sort of dystopic cyberpunkic. Um, future that is written by a Polish author. So this game is based off of the books and you are a game deck, which is an in-game detective. Um, you solve crimes inside of these cyber worlds. Cyber worlds, cyber crime. I don't know. I yep. feel like that should be the tagline. And then <laughs> fi- fi- finally, second Konsuba Dungeon Crawler is hitting Japan in September. I have no idea what this is even about. But it's hitting Japan in September. This looks All like a schmuck a from, the, from the picture, but it's not because it's on our <laughs> site. So I don't know what this is. Dungeon crawling RPG. All right. That, that's why it got moved into briefs. Uh, probably a first person dungeon crawler. I love the crazy titles for these because this is Kono. Uh, this is the sequel to Kono Suba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, Labyrinth of Hope and the Gathering of Adventures. But yeah, Kono Suba is a light novel and anime series. Um, where the protagonist is Kazuma Sato, um, who, uh, it's an isekai. He was sent to an MMORPG after his death. Oh, goodness. And he has once again been accused of subverting the sate. Well, a dungeon trap has brought him down to what? level one. What? And uh, What? <laughs> <laughs> this is like every This isekai is every book that you listen to now. <laughs> No, that's not true. I'm listening to the Dragon and Some Prophecy bo- now. You, you keep listening to books where people die and they go into video games because that's how well, the world works. Yeah, because I like those style of books. Okay. All right. Um, One Piece. Oh, uh, game's coming out this week. We've got The Hand of Merlin for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, and Switch. Yet another one of those uh, King Arthur games. I assume it's a tactical RPG because all the other ones are. No, it's a turn-based roguelite. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I that's all I know. I can't keep up on all the King Arthur you games know, there are. So, somebody needs to make a King Arthur dating sim. <laughs> I feel Fair like enough. that's a genre that is heavily missing King Arthur I, stuff. I mean, if we can have it for Colonel Sanders, we can have it for King Arthur. All right. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder Revenge is out this week. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, Anna and I may actually just get that and play. Yeah, well, I'm going to get it and play. Are we getting a physical (laughs) version or not? Because if not, we can just download it and play. Yeah, I think we're... Is it coming to, like, um, Game Pass or anything? Uh, Not that I've heard. That is unfortunate. This will be the first um, Xbox game that Limited Run Games is doing. Okay. Or maybe second. I can't remember. They're just starting... Are they publishing the game entirely? Okay. So, so that, it's, never it's mind dot emu yeah. All right. and LRG. Is it available digitally? Yes. Okay. I um it was funny. Um because it's dot emu, uh Stephanie is doing the review codes. Mm-hmm. And so I was on um Twitter being like, ah yes, I'm going to our I'm going to rename RP Gamer Turtle Gamer for the week. <laughs> Surely that will make me eligible for a review code. And it was funny because um a couple days later, she was like, which character are you going to play? And I'm like, well, uh, 
the only correct answer is Donatello. But the screenshot you have here is the one that's missing Casey. Because during the mm-hmm. one of the streams this week, they revealed that, hey, there's actually going to be a seventh character, playable character, Casey Jones. And it will support up to six-player co-op instead of four, like was previously presumed. Um, and so she put up a, a screenshot that was like, which character are you going to play? And I'm like, well, Donnie's the correct answer, but you're missing Casey. And she's like, hush you. <laughs> I'm like, no, my chance is a review code. Uh, I was going to say, now, now that Casey's playable, I'm torn between him and Mikey. Because nice. Mikey's my favorite turtle forever. But Casey, I had a huge crush on the dude in the movie. Anna and I are going to have to fight over Donatello. Well, I also like Shredder. Okay. He's playable? Sweep the knees. Er, sorry, uh, Splinter. Okay. Sweep oh, is he playable? Knees. He is. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, All right. Also, also unlike, April O'Neil is playable. Yeah, I know that. Unlike co-op, camera. we need to get a game going. Yeah. And and there is uh, online co-op, so. All right, we got to pick a platform, unless it's cross-platform. All right. I don't know if it's cross-platform or not. Is the Switch performance as good as the others? No. Boo. <sighs> Why do we all want it on Switch then? <laughs> so that I can play it in bed. Uh, are we going to co-op in bed? No, but you're going to play I... by yourself in bed. All right. Last game. Uh, Overworld, Overlord Escape from Nazarick is listed as a Metroidvania, which we tend to cover, so I threw that in here, even though I haven't seen any coverage of it on our site lately. So just in case that's in your Ballywick. Um, just to know that's out this week as well. It's a oh, Katakawa game. That's in that same universe as that one weird Picross game. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it is. That the other Overlord. thing that they put out this week is TMNT is an RPG now. Is um, why is there an evil gerbil hamster thing? Is that a thing in Overlord? It's it's a it's an anime. I have no context for that anime other than that Picross game. Okay. There's like an evil gerbil hamster thing with a scorpion tail here i kind of it makes me want to watch this anime (laughs) to see more what's going on in here (laughs) all right overlord that's the one where you're the bad guy chris yeah ninja turtles is an rpg now oh it is yeah it has a story mode oh perfect does it have experience it has uh, side missions, unlockable content, a level up system, extra challenges, and new level up i hear level up okay is it going to have character costumes um, or skins? I don't know. We'll have to find out when it comes out this week. Yeah, because um, it would be nice if they had skins that were variants of the different figures and the stuff from the show. I'm, oh. I only want this because I want Cat April, which was a thing in the show. <laughs> JC Servants calls dibs on streaming turtles. And Tam is going to watch the Overlord anime and let us know if it's any good. Thank you, folks. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, that's it for new games out this week. Uh, we have an editorial about Thirsty Suitors, which is, uh, you can go check that out. Uh, it's a preview of Thirsty Suitors, which um, I think has dating, I assume. It I don't know. Definitely sounds like a dating sim. <laughs> it's a, uh, I don't know. It's South Asia culture. And I don't really know much about it, but uh, you're at a diner. Um, you need to get a, a lift to go home. Okay, you know what? Just go. There, you summon someone who slaps people with a shoe. It looks like so. There's there's things mom. going on. Yeah, of course. So there you go. There's go check out the preview. Some interesting stuff going on with some Southeast Asia culture, uh, and uh, 
and yeah, check that out. Our question of the week, in case you forgot, what 16-bit sprite-based game would you like to see lovingly remastered like for Ninja modern Turtles cult, was. For modern consoles. Um, does, does Wild Arms count, or is that 32-bit? That's 32-bit. Mm, no. I think that's too new. Too many bits. Uh, no, I want Wild Arms. Okay, Breath no, of Fire. Breath of Fire. I was going to suggest that as your alternative. You that go. would be awesome. Breath of Fire and HD 2D. HD, oh, yeah. HD half-naked cat girl. Apparently, Man, you probably have to I have make some changes there, actually. To my veins. <laughs> I was going to say, apparently I have two brain cells, and one is uh, Wild Arms, and the other one is Breath of Fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because well, you knew that I was going to say that after Wild Arms. Never mind. I, I was trying to do a self-diss. It backfired. Um, I need to be Elden Ring. That's what i need to play this week all right that's what kelly's playing this week what are you playing this week anna uh fire emblem warriors demo and more mary skelter finale and apparently ninja turtles there you go um i'm apparently playing some ninja turtles too and um more diablo immortal and then maybe i'll get back into divinity original sin 2 and try and wrap that up that's it thanks, thanks everybody yeah see you next week we'll see you next week bye-bye all right bye everyone bye-bye